card, play hard. Watch what you eat. Don't forget to sleep. Oh, and hit the gym four times a week. We know what we're supposed to do, but how do you make it happen when life gets in the way? This is our attempt at turning the expert's advice into daily habits. This This is Making Life Fit. So this episode is called On Wednesdays We Wear Activewear. But let's be honest, my activewear is definitely the most used part of my wardrobe at the moment. Yeah, I will wholeheartedly advocate for leisure wear, activewear as accepted work attire when I do finally go back into the office someday. (laughs) I do thoroughly enjoy changing out of my comfy pajamas into my comfy lounge and leisure wear each day, though. What are you usually wearing? Today I am rocking leggings and a Detroit Tigers tank top. They haven't been doing too well, so I might be embarrassed to wear that, but it sounds comfy. <laughs> it's comfy, and let's, I don't leave my house all that often anymore, so yeah. going to go for the comfort. Well, in terms of the, the leggings, do they hold up to all of the elements you think they should when we look for activewear? Well, let's go through them and find out. So you should always choose activewear that fits your needs and preferences, but there are definitely areas where not all activewear is created equal. Your activewear needs to do more than look just pretty. It should work for your activity type without getting in the way, support your body correctly, and make exercising easier. So one of the most visible aspects of success for activewear is whether or not they are squat-proof. Yeah, nothing ruins a gym session like realizing your pants are see-through. And since a lot of activewear is also touted as lifestyle wear, it's just as disappointing when you're out and about doing errands, living your life, and you realize everyone can see your underwear or lack thereof, depending on who you are. (laughs) Do you have any leggings that are not quite squat-proof? I have a cobble pair that I use exclusively for running that I probably wouldn't squat in. But since I like to have leggings that I can use across all of my workouts, I tend to do the squat test on any new legging that I'm trying out. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different fabrics now, it's hard to tell if they are squat-proof until you have the product. You know what I uh, have noticed, too? Sometimes with certain brands, especially if it's like a pattern legging, it might be not see-through, but when you squat, the pattern like... Shifts. shifts and breaks apart. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't break, but, like, it shifts apart, and then now it is kind of see-through. <laughs> right. It moves, or it creates, like, this weird yeah. illusion. And speaking of different fabrics, kind of goes along with the squat-proof, there's also sweat-proof. Yes. Or at least sweat-wicking. Very important, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've actually both had the instance where, these leggings are awesome! They don't breathe. They don't breathe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like the last thing you want is a bunch of sweat showing through your clothes. It's uncomfortable, kind of embarrassing. Yeah. And it's also really not great for your clothes to just collect sweat for hours on end. Well, that and it's really important from a health standpoint. So if sweat sits too long on your skin, it can irritate it. I have that issue sometimes. It can cause inflammation and breakouts. Um, that's definitely an issue. And you just need to, you need your body to breathe to help cool down. That's obviously what sweat is doing. So if you're clothes aren't sweat wicking or you know sweat resistance then you're just holding that in and then especially for women sweat can be a breeding ground for things like bacteria and yeast so we really have to be careful with the type of fabrics and leggings that we wear yeah and kind of related to that talking about compression so how tight is your active wear yeah 
And really, depending on what the activity is that you're doing, baggier clothes can get in the way or they can feel heavier. So you want to make sure you're choosing an active wear style that aligns with what you're doing and what's going to make you feel most comfortable. Yeah. And I did a little research into this, actually. So there's a company called DexaFit. They're the ones who created that DEXA body fat scan. They, like, scan your body and it supposedly can magically tell you how much body fat you have on you. <laughs> I think it's just, like, a reference point more than anything. But um, they have a blog on their website. And so they talk about the positives of compression wear. And one really cool thing is they actually found that when you wear it when you're working out, it reduces your muscle vibrations. So that can help reduce the buildup of that lactic acid, which gives you that delayed onset muscle soreness or DOMS, which we've talked about before. So there definitely is a positive to having some level of compression when you're working out. I will definitely take anything that reduces DOMS. Yeah. I will say, though, like you you mentioned, sometimes it too tight is bad. Like, there's nothing I hate more than taking off your workout clothes at the end of the day and you've got the, like, imprints on your legs or your, yeah. you know, everywhere from how tight it is. So that's not the best. <laughs> I have a bra that I will only wear basically on laundry days because it's tight and not the most comfortable. Like, it's great, it's compressive, but it leaves a mark on my rib cage. Yeah. And that's not really enjoyable. Well, so let's talk about then the new trend of seamless. How do you feel about that? So, like, personally, I actually really like the concept, and I think I would rather have seamless than with seams. I like the idea of seamless, and there's definitely, like, the comfort factor of not having the seams. And... I really like the no front seam on leggings that I've seen yes. from several brands recently. But a lot of the brands that I have tried the seamless or I've even felt it in store, I don't love the fabric. I don't love how it feels. And then for running, I don't like a lot of the seamless for like the level of compression. And mm -hmm. part of that might be the brand. I just didn't feel as compressed, and I didn't like the fabric. Yeah, I agree with you. The, the front seam not being there is really nice, because that can get uncomfortable. I do think there is something about the back seam, though, about how it can kind of help with contouring and maybe hiding some areas that you don't necessarily love of your body. But yeah, I can see your point there. But it's a huge trend right now. There's so many brands who I'm seeing coming out with seamless lines, everything from Gymshark to... I even uh, was on Aerie. Uh, you know, American Eagles loungewear um, site, they have a whole seamless line now from biker shorts to leggings to everything. Yeah, and Balance just announced their new collection that is all seamless. Yeah. But that's actually one thing. The whole, the linear lines that they're promoting, there's something about that fabric. I don't even like, like, ribbed t-shirts. Yeah. There's something about that fabric that just bothers me. <laughs> So maybe we won't be getting you any seamless stuff for Christmas this year, but let's talk about another element of workout leggings, and that is the waist or the bands. Mm -hmm. So obviously very annoying if you have yourself a pair of pants or leggings where the bands are rolling down on you. Yeah, I hate going out for a run, or especially I hate it at Orange Theory where I've started it and my leggings start rolling down. Because when you're on the treadmill, everybody's behind you. So people can tell if you're, like, messing with your pants. <laughs> it's not great. And like you said, it's really annoying. Or going down into a certain yoga position and your pants are, like, moving. 
it's very distracting from that relaxing zen moment. Well, and you know, it goes back to our one of our first points about how you need to get activewear that's designed for the activity that you're doing. It's going to support you. It's going to make you feel comfortable, feel good about yourself. And if you're constantly adjusting, you know, your pants in the middle of the workout, you're not going to be there mentally. You're not going to get the best thing out of it. So I think it's important to make sure it obviously fits. Right. So along the same lines of elements of pants, let's talk about length. Which is probably a big one for you, right? Oi. <laughs> oi, oi. Let's just say that most brands, their 7 eighth length legging yeah. is full length for me. Right. My sister has the opposite problem, though. I ended up with a pair of brand new Lulus because she had a pair of the cropped running ones. Uh-huh. And where it hit her on her knee, every time she took a stride, it would, like ride up and it was cutting off her circulation yep so benefit for me (laughs) but not so much for her so the length issue does go both ways sure yeah what about shorts i know you have some favorites in fun colors yeah so shorts can be tough because a lot of brands they try to make it so the shorts don't ride up your thighs but then they end up making the you know the end of the short where the opening is so tight that mm-hmm. it just ends up doing it anyway because it's got nowhere to go, so it just goes up. I do like that the biker shorts style are kind of in right now. I've been kind of leaning toward those, and what's cool about those is, is you can still kind of pull them up a little if you feel like it's too long, but I wasn't loving how most of the styles, you know, a year or two years ago were just like the three inch or the two and a half inch uh, inseam. It was way too short, especially for anyone who's got a little bit of junk in the trunk. Your ass is taking up most of that fabric, and then you're feeling like, okay. Maybe I shouldn't go outside in this. <laughs> Even if you're shorter, like, I could never run in the three-inch inseam. No, yeah. And I've seen people, I've seen girls do it. I'm sure there are guys that do, but I have not seen that, and I'm okay with not seeing that. <laughs> but I would see people run them, and you know what, teach their own, but I just can't imagine that being all that comfortable. Well, there's something about the, like chub rub too right so I, I like having that little bit of fabric between my thighs because I, I mean my thighs are probably the my quads are the biggest part on me so when I am running or doing in that type of motion those are the things that are rubbing so if there's some fabric in between it's a little bit better than straight skin on skin I do think it's funny so I'm like you I like that biker shorts are having a moment and that they're you know acceptable to when we bike out to breweries near us yeah be able to go do them I've heard Shane told me he doesn't love them, and I've heard from more than one guy that he doesn't love them. Because it's covering too much to them? He didn't articulate that exactly, but I'm pretty sure that's where that comes from. That's a whole other conversation about policing women's bodies that I will not get into on this podcast. Let's move on to the next element. Uh, Pockets. Yes. Our group loves us some pockets. I I don't know. Well, let me hear about your opinion of pockets. I love pockets. Guys will never understand what not having pockets all the time is like. Mm-mm. To the point that, here's a perfect example of girls not having pockets. When we take Tucker for a walk at night, usually I'm already in leggings or shorts or something comfy. Yeah. A lot of my leggings don't have pockets. Yep. So Shane will always have to carry the doggy bags because I don't want to just be walking around with a handful of plastic bags. Well, no. 
And he's like, why do I have to carry them? And it's, I don't have pockets. Or if they give them to us, they're so small, you can't physically put anything in them. Yeah, except like a key, which I've never done like the single key in a pocket because I know my limitations and yeah. I will lose it. Yeah, and they give yeah they give you like the little zipper and it's like, oh, you can put in a credit card. I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to run with a credit card on my ass either. <laughs> no, I hear you. I love pockets and it's actually funny you bring up the walking thing because I actually bought a fanny pack from Lululemon that I wear when we go on our walks and that's where I have all of the, the dog like I put my phone and the poop bags and all that kind of stuff but I was actually Tom and I went for a run like a week ago and he was wearing shorts and I was wearing Lululemons that have pockets and he he got a new phone he got the new iPhone 10 or 11 I don't even know but he couldn't fit his phone in his pocket <laughs> and I said oh how the tables have turned and so I ended up having to wear my phone on one side and his phone on the other while we ran so that he could listen to music and I, I thought that was funny that's just kind of a different it doesn't usually happen no <laughs> I guess you're balanced having both phones. yeah because <laughs> that is one thing even when you have like the pockets for running I have the eight plus mm-hmm. so my phone is massive Mm-hmm. And so I don't run with it in a pocket just because it's not. Are we comparing? Yeah, we're comparing because, yeah, because um, yours is just a smidge longer. It would fit in the Lululemon pockets. It would fit. It's just annoying, though. It's like yeah. as wide as my freaking quad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is not something that you would usually think of when you think active wear, but I need to have low cut socks. It's a thing, especially when I run. It matters to me. Okay. I, so I, I agree. Good workout socks, important. I think length of socks is back to our main point, dependent on activity. So volleyball, for example, when I play indoor volleyball, long socks are a must, unless you're going to wear knee pads because you're going to rip up your, your legs. And like when we do some of our outdoor sports in the late fall, winter, when it's cold, I like wearing long socks then. Keeps them warm. But I do agree low-cut socks when running it, it can be weird when it's like over your ankle too high or over those little side balls on your feet I don't know what those are called but for me just good workout socks that stay over your heel are so important because yes. I am prone to blisters and any sock that's too low ends badly for me and then I can't work out until it heals and it's bad <laughs> yeah I've done that I finally as I got older I have like spent money on good socks. There's a brand. Bombas are actually good for running. Hmm. They're not really marketed as running socks, but they are good. And then I think you say it, Belega. My cousin got me a pair when I first started running. They are expensive for socks. I think it's like $12 for a pair of socks. Yeah. But I wear them exclusively for running and they stay up. They prevent any blisters and they've got like a little lip on the back of the heel that will almost, like, go over the back of your shoe, so it will oh, yeah. keep it from slipping and rubbing. Yeah, I'd have to look into that. I just get the Puma pack from Costco. I just bought that. Yeah. You were with me when I bought I know, that. And I like them, and yeah, those work for me. But in general, comfort, important, making sure that you're not hurting yourself. If you're uncomfortable in it, it's got to go. Right. So let's take a shift from pants and leggings and talk about sports bras, which... Sorry, fellas, we're talking for those with breasts right now. But something that's really important feature that maybe people don't think about when you think about a sports bra is straps. So the type and the fit of the straps is just as important as the band. I personally highly recommend Racerback. And the reason for that is 
Number one, my doctor said it. Women need Razorback. It our chest needs that support. It takes it the weight off of us. It puts it on our you know our shoulders and our back, and it also helps kind of like you know align yourself. I guess I would say. So I prefer those. What do you like? I definitely prefer the Razorback. Always have. I like the fit. Also, and this is definitely a preference thing. I like the fact that the Razorback is the same shape as most of my tank tops. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. So you don't have like the extra straps and I can feel fabric in multiple places, especially when I'm lifting. So if I go do a shoulder press, I don't want like extra fabric in multiple spots. Yeah, the U-back doesn't match with a lot of the tank tops out there for sure. Yeah, they are comfy for lounging, but for, and for running, especially for high impact, the Razorback, just way more comfortable. Yeah. Multi-strap, what about that? I do really like the way those look. And I do like that some brands have come out with more, some that are high impact, because it used to be that those were all fashiony. Fashiony, yeah. yeah. But the one thing is getting in and out of them can sometimes be. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. I have a couple, a pair of those from Balance, and they look super cool on. I get compliments when I'm wearing it. The back looks so cool. But sometimes after washing, you know, and I, I look at it and I'm like, how do I rearrange this back to where it started? <laughs> You're like, wait, okay, puzzle, maybe. Yeah. Flip this. Right. Yeah. Okay, adjustable straps. I only have one or two pairs, or one or two bras that have adjustable straps. Oh, okay. And I don't know if I've ever really messed with them. Like, I don't know if they were just set properly. So I guess my opinion on them is as long as they're not going to dig into my shoulders or into my back. So like if I'm going to go do an ab workout, I don't want it to be digging into me if I'm laying on my back. Yep. No, I I do like the idea of it being adjustable and anything like a bralette. I love, I always have to adjust it. So for sports bras, that's something that's a nice feature. Yeah. So I'll get into this when we talk about our favorite brands, but adjustable is always nice in general. I have a lot of those. My favorite bras are adjustable. It's just good because nobody's the same size. Uh, we all have different torso lengths and you know chest sizes and shoulder sizes, back sizes, etc. So it just allows for customization, something that can grow or shift with you. And what's nice too is obviously fabrics stretch out. So when it's adjustable, as it gets like lower and lower, you can retighten it. So that's what I really like about adjustable straps. I didn't really think about that. It would probably save me some money. <laughs> But I do like buying new bras. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we just won't tell Shane about that hack. <laughs> tell him to skip this episode. <laughs> exactly. Okay, let's get into the fun part. Oh, though, what brands do we like? Yes. So, I think most people who know us, we own a lot of activewear from a lot of different brands. But we definitely have some favorites. So, my number one brand that I like uh, this has been pretty consistent year over year for me, is Lululemon. Probably sound basic saying that, but now that I've had a couple pairs, like I said, over a few years, they're great quality. They hold up through every wash, everywhere. They are super easy to clean. The colors don't fade. They consistently repel animal hair, which is a huge win in my book with a cat and a dog at my house and my own hair, I guess I would say too. <laughs> and they don't, you know, stretch out or anything like that. Like there's, We talked about it, right? If, if your pants are hanging off you or falling down or rolling down, that's annoying. So Lululemon hands down leggings in my book and they sell with pockets. So that's why I love them. In terms of sports bras, I mentioned this. Mine are actually from Victoria's Secret. 
So they're great because they, they're racerback. They clasp and zip in the front, which is great for removal because taking off a sports bra over your head when you're sweaty is the worst. It's like a workout in and of itself. And if you just did arm day, you like don't want to do it. That's the last thing you want to do. I don't want to do that after any workout. (laughs) And I've definitely gotten like halfway stuck and I'm like, ah, damn it. Yes. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. But they're adjustable. And they're just, they're a lot like a regular bra, but like I said, they, they clasp and zip in the front. So they have the cups, which help with the support, and then there's the zip over it. So it, it looks more like a sports bra. So I really, really like those. They wash well, hold up well, keep sweating. So I really prefer those. I do love Lulu's. I think the first pair I actually got was that pair for my sister that I got for free, and then I was hooked. Yeah. Like, they're so nice and... They're a good quality. So, yes, they are one of the more expensive brands. Mm-hmm. But my sister gave me that pair in 2014, and I still run in them. That says a lot. Yes, it does. I will say I used to wear a lot of old navy leggings and sports bras, and I did really like them. They're super comfy. Price is great. The quality does fade over time. And what I did notice the most was the sizing got stretched out, especially in the waist waistband area. So I guess what I would say in terms of recommendations based on what I've tried, I would definitely recommend a Lululemon or even if Lululemon's too expensive, the upgrade Old Navy would be Athleta. It's in the same family of companies and their stuff is pretty great too. And then I obviously love all of my balance pieces. Most of my activewear collection is a mix of balance and Lulu. Um, I consider balance not only activewear, but lifestyle wear. And I think that I might try Gymshark next. been looking at a lot of their stuff. Uh, Whitney Simmons is, you know, big on Instagram. She's got the uh, fitness app as well. She's got some really cute stuff coming out. So I might try that one next. They do have a lot of really cute colors. I get served a lot of their (laughs) Yes. So what about you? What do you wear? What do you recommend? So I, like you said, I do love Lulu and I have several pairs of those. Fabletics makes up a large portion of my collection. I think about 90% of my running shorts Mm. are from them. And I don't want to knock them. I preface this. I own a lot of it. I love them. But I have noticed that my newer pairs do not hold up the same way as my older stuff. Oh, no. Quality control. Yeah. So I would say they do have a great return policy. So buy it. Try it. Judge for yourself. I'm wearing Fabletics right now. And these pair are from 2015, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. But some of my newer ones, I would probably only stick with the shorts. More recently, I've tried Alpha Elite, which I really like. I have leggings from them. I have a couple. They're like crops, but they're tight enough to wear as like a sports bra. So if I want to go running in that in shorts when it's really hot, that's great. Balance. Yeah, I saw you wearing the Elf Elite. Uh, the one when I came over last time we recorded and we, we did the armor guard. Weren't you wearing it then? I was. And then I actually just bought a cropped hoodie from their latest collection. And it's like a Bordeaux color. <gasps> I'm already kind of... It's. I'll show it to you later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited to wear it. I'm planning on taking it when I go up north this weekend. Nice. I also really like my Under Armour heat gear, especially the shorts. Running heat. We talked about like fit and all that. Very important. Anything else? I feel like I'm forgetting a brand. But yeah, in summary, I love Lulu. I love Balance. Alpha Elite is taking 
a big spot. And then Fedbletics, I will always peruse and probably have some in my collection. Probably sticking more with the shorts moving forward. Have you ever bought uh, activewear from Amazon? I haven't. I've seen a lot of people do it. I am kind of curious about the quality. Yeah, same thing. I... I hear about the brand, I think it's called the 90 Degrees or something like that. That's the big one that people talk about on Amazon. But it's got a ton of great reviews, but then other ones are like, this is not that great. So I think that's with any Amazon listing, though. (laughs) Yeah, 90 Degree, which I've also seen at TJ Maxx. Yeah. And then I think it's CRZ is the leggings company that has all of the fun prints that has ratings that are great. And then the ones that are like, eh, these aren't that great. But they're also $25 versus 100 Right. Yeah. I mean, you might get what you pay for. Very true. So a few months ago, for those of you who listen and follow us on social, we did a survey and we asked our listeners about their activewear preferences. And we have the super official, but not quite statistically significant results to share with you. Statistically significant? No. But I did love hearing from all, all of our listeners. Yeah. So maybe we'll have to do another survey for one of our episodes. So one of the questions that I was most curious about was how often do you wear activewear now versus before quarantine? So 14% of our participants said that they wore activewear every day before quarantine. Any guesses to what that number jumped to? (laughs) I mean, in my house, it's 100, but (laughs) what was the answer? 67%. Wow. Okay. So that's like a significant jump. I mean, like I said, my house is 100%. My laundry is pretty exclusively leggings and joggers and shorts right now. Yeah. And all of my comfy tank tops. I have a bunch from this brand called Free Fry Apparel, and it's bamboo-based fabric. Yeah, I got a I got a shirt uh, for my birthday from them. Yes. So comfortable. Love them. But they have been part of my yeah. regular wardrobe. I was part of the group that wore activewear every day before quarantine, but the hours in which I am wearing activewear have definitely expanded. Yeah, I hear you there. Were you surprised by any of the brand results? I know we asked people, you know, what what brands uh, of activewear do you own? Looks like from the uh, the results, Lululemon took the first spot with brands that most commonly come to mind, and everyone who responded had at least heard of Lulu versus any of the other brands. Right. They definitely have the brand recognition. But the old school brands, so Under Armour, Nike, Reebok, they still took the win when it came to brands that our listeners actually own, which I thought was interesting. I wonder if the brands like Lulu just have too high of an initial price gate for people where they're, you know, they might maybe have the money, but they're too scared to try it. Or they don't see the value. Yeah, maybe. That's a big thing. Because even if you want to spend money on something, if it's going to be activewear or something else. Right. Well, you heard it here, guys. We highly recommend the Lulu. (laughs) I did think it was very interesting that most people have never returned a piece of activewear. Maybe because it is designed to be more comfortable, but I would have thought that that number would be higher with how often people buy online. Yeah, I, I wonder if that has to do with most of these companies have a policy where if you've worked out or sweated in the item you can't return it and oftentimes you can't really get the judge of the piece of clothing until you've worked out in it so maybe you're just kind of sol at that point maybe that's why no one's returned it or even tried yeah see i'm the person that the new leggings come and i immediately do the squat test which i mostly learned from you so (laughs) 
But may, I think maybe that's like you can kind of tell. All right, squat test, but also like how does it move with me? Yep. So that's what you should do. Just always do the squat test. Yeah. Even if it's not leggings. Maybe some lunges. Maybe a little couple burpees. Jumping, jumping jacks. Yeah. Why burpees? burpees? I hate burpees. Why oh, said that? <laughs> okay, so now that we've talked about our favorite brands and what our followers liked and loved, I think my credit card needs some exercise. I foresee a text that reads, check this out in my near future. <laughs> Misrecommendations over here. <laughs> but before we sign off, our question of the week is actually related to the minor shopping addiction that we may or may not have. If you had to pick one brand to buy all of your clothes from, not just activewear, even if most of your clothes are activewear, <laughs> what brand would you choose? Okay, brand or store? We said brand. Okay. Okay. I just, I want to be clear. I don't want people being like, oh, I would do Meyer. It's a bad example, but. <laughs> Target. Yes. Okay. Target. Thank you. There's tons of brands. Okay. So one brand for the rest of your life? Yes. Okay. Do you have one? I Not at the moment. I have to think about it. I'll get back to you. My first blush would be Lulu. Assuming someone else is paying for it. That's a great point. <laughs> but I also really want to be able to buy like cute clothes from. Pink Lily and the other Lulus. Yeah. Yeah. This is a tough one. All right, guys. We can't wait to hear what you say. Please let us know on our social channels what brand you would want to buy from for the rest of your life. And we'll see you next time. Bye.